Everybody, welcome to the Notes My Goats podcast. I am Brandon, and I'm Steve. How's it going, bud? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, man. We are We're halfway through the month. Halfway through the month. It's almost Thanksgiving. I'm almost through my my like six week like crazy workout thing that I decided to do. Yeah, you're you're crazy. That's for sure. I don't know what the hell my thought process was. I started a new job. Yeah. Um, finished up the adoption for one of my kids, and then we got them a football. And I was like, you know what, I need. I need to do kickboxing for six straight weeks. Why not? Sure. And um, and then bitch about it every single time I can. So yep, absolutely. And it's it's kind of works out. I mean, I'm I'm losing weight, but I think I'm just losing like more of my my soul is what's going on. Every it's kick is a piece of my soul is leaving my body. Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit at a time. That's yeah. all it takes. Yeah, for sure, Turn man. Away. Right. How so are you? I'm I'm good, man. Just uh, enjoying the season so far. Uh, you know, yeah, like you said, we're halfway through. Um, happy Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, on Friday, guys. You heard our review of Toy Story with Mandy Elaine. That was fun. Was um, fun. Randy Newman so, all day long. Randy Newman all day long and uh, Bud Light all day long. So there's that. Uh, you, If you don't understand that reference, go listen to the episode, guys. That one brought to you by Bud Light. Yeah, that one brought to you by Bud Light um, for sure. Um, but today, Steve, is a, is a Tuesday episode. We're flipping it. We're doing a guest on Tuesday and you and me alone on Friday. Yeah. That's, Sounds kind of weird, but you know, whatever. Um, Different strokes, different folks. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Um, Speaking of different strokes. Speaking of of, uh, different strokes, we, uh, we, uh, yeah, I'll just let you go. Go. Yeah, you you totally. I I just threw you off on that one, didn't I? You did. Absolutely. 100%. So, guys. We brought guests back for the whole month here. And we, we, we had a few people that were very interested in going and being part of Thanksgiving. And um, this guy was on the podcast with us which one did you do before adam uh it was top five. Top five. Oh, top five emo tracks emo yeah. albums. pop punk albums oh yes. yeah it was tracks it was tracks yeah, yeah. yeah. albums yeah tracks so we Whatever. did we did um yeah we brought the emo in Whatever. he yelled at us yeah. he yelled at us for a good solid hour about our crazy takes one on of, taylor swift one and- of the longest episodes of of the year yeah, it worked sure. out. Yeah. Um, it was well, a good we're making solid this one short, boys. We are making this one short. It's well, the movie depend demands it to be short. <sighs> um, so we brought gave Adam the list of what we had left over uh for well, the stuff we had coming up, and we're like, do which one do you want to do? And he picked the one that you wouldn't think a youth pastor would pick. Or maybe you would. Or you would, I guess. So, I don't know. I think to be fair, I had forgotten to give you like a definitive answer. And, and then, then you, 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 guys, like, you guys posted like we're still looking for guests for like these three movies. Yeah. And the other two, I was like, I don't, I'm not, no. So I just picked Da Vinci Code. At least you didn't pick Pinocchio. Yeah. Because I was like, I haven't seen Da Vinci Code. And I was like, it's probably one I should watch just to know what's going on. You haven't seen, you hadn't seen I hadn't seen it before. I hadn't seen it before. So, (laughs) but I I just knew like when it came out, like all the stuff. Yeah. The discourse. We're going to get into the discourse. You know, I actually, this is probably in the age of pre-discourse. You know what I mean? Yes. Before yeah. things were discoursed, rabble and, um, and everything. Like yeah. I just remember the church and uh, fedora hat atheists and the back and forth, and it was 
There was he a lot gold. of that going on. So, so today, guys, we're going to talk about the 2006 release of The Da Vinci Code. Um, American Mystery Thriller is what they call this one. Oh. <laughs> directed, directed by Ron Howard. But it's in France. It's in France. Directed by Ron Howard, of all people. Um, we know Ron Howard from... <laughs> well, he was in... Um, Ron Howard was in Cheers. He, was he in Cheers? Yes. He was at the Fonz too. What was oh, that show? that's what I. That's what I. Happy meant. days. Happy days. He was in Happy Not Days. Cheers. Did you yeah. just attack? He did he the Happy, happy Days. Day. My, my, my very days. Du- my very Dutch self just Italian. Fonz did. I let you. <laughs> yeah. went for the Fonz. Uh, so <laughs> this is why this is not a video podcast because we would make so much bad. Yeah. Very bad. Um. So. He was in Happy Days. He's directed a ton of movies, including The Grinch. He directed Apollo 13, which we just talked about uh, earlier this month. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's done a lot of movies. Um, some of them great. Some of them not so great. Uh, screenplay was by Akiva Goldsman. Um, guaranteed Kanye West is not like that guy. Um, nope. Had to throw it out there. It's okay, Adam. You can let it go. Um, but this Akiva, his name, Mr. Goldsman, has um, written uh, movies. He helped write iRobot, A Time to Kill, Batman Forever, I Am Legend, and he did the sequel to this one, Angels and Demons, because it does have a sequel. Um, it is yes, based it on Dan Brown's, the author's book, uh, his Robert Langdon series of books. So this is the first one in the series of books. I've read okay. all the books. They're not terrible. Um Movie stars, uh, Tom Hanks, Alfred Molina. If you guys didn't know who that is, he's Doc Ock in Spider Man 2. Yeah. With the Tobey Maguire version and the yeah. new one, actually. He was in that one, too. He's also um, currently in uh, Netflix's The Watcher. I haven't watched that yet. It's it's a psychological thriller. It's pretty cool. Oh, I make sure. Yeah, he's he's kind of that guy. Yeah. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen is in this. He's, he's Magneto and Patrick uh, Stewart's uh, BFF forever. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Paul Bettany is, uh, you guys know him from vision and a knight's tale mm-hmm. among other things as well, but he's, um, he's been in a lot of stuff too. It's not a bad cast. There's actually a lot more than just those ones to two, um, other heavy hitters. Yeah. Now <laughs> the reviews on this one were mixed, which I'm not sure why they were mixed, but they were mixed. Yeah. Um, some people were not happy about the attacks on religion and the over the top plot. Basically well, all of the Bible Belt of West Michigan. And uh, yeah, the Bible Belt in general. Yeah. Um, while others liked how intelligent the film was and how nuanced it was. Hmm. So that was Adam's revert of the fedora wearing side and the not fedora wearing <laughs> side. Um, <laughs> this uh, one was banned in 10 countries and pissed off the Vatican. Wow. The Vatican came out and said, uh, "Oh, really? Yeah, the whole Catholic Church wow. said, uh, don't watch this.' <laughs> well, that wow. would actually make sense because I think that's how I even knew about the church side of things. Is like, yeah, they pissed the Pope off. 2006, so I would have been 12. Pretty sure this is Pope Benedict so, too, which is the weird so guy. Looks like the fucking dude from Star Wars. So no, never mind. Because I think I was done going to Catholic Church when I was like 10. Yeah. So actually, I don't know." So this would have been uh, Pope Benedict, I'm, I'm quite sure, which was the, the guy who looked like uh, the emperor in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> he's no longer there. But uh, yeah, they the Vatican uh, called for a religion, like their whole cult-wide ban of this. Um, they did not like it. 
Now the soundtrack is 14 tracks, just over an hour long, 68 minutes long, mm-hmm. composed by Hans Zimmer. Yep. Um, the goat. The goat. Uh, he so he's done Lion King, Gladiator, pretty much every Christopher Nolan movie, um, including the Dark Knight trilogy, mm-hmm. and the Pirates of the Caribbean series, among so many others. He's on the same level as like a John Williams, um, yeah. up there. So. Every single song on this is instrumental, and most most of the um, titles are in Latin, which made for a very fun word association name game. Can't wait for the word association name oh game because it's, it's it's all Latin, so oh, yeah, it's gonna make me very happy. Give me any heads up on anything? So oh, we're playing a game. So <laughs> oh, you have yeah, to have the I track forgot that I forgot that you weren't. Yeah. You didn't play a game the first time, so we're gonna True. have some fun with you. So. The first thing we do, though, Adam, for the Hanks movies is we can't play one of our games because it's it's called Shatner's Poetry Slam, and basically Brandon or I read lyrics. This one has no lyrics, and I'm not humming. Yep. So it would be weird. I can't hit those high notes. It's not happening. I can't, um, not humming. So not humming. <laughs> what I did is I actually found the top three um, most streamed tracks on Spotify from this soundtrack. And I'm asking you to list to name one or two of them. So, do you guys have a guess of what the maybe the top one would be? Chevaliers or whatever that track is. That is number one. Fifty-two point four million streams uh, on that. I was gonna say it has to be one of the. Isn't there like three of the original? Dies Mercury. Dies Mercury. That one. Martius. Yeah, that's number two. Seven point four million. How about a, how about the spirit of Gabriel? I can at least guess. Spirit that of Gabriel did Kyrie not make it. for the Magdalene. Yes, good old good old Mary's song. Um, one point eight million. Wow. So fifty two million. Fifty two point. I wonder what million. playlist though that one's on. <laughs> oh, probably that's got to be. I bet you that's playlist. in my like. I've got like reading music and, and yeah. whatnot, like playlists, and I bet it's in there somewhere. It has to be in there it's somewhere. Be. 52 million. There's no way. Unless it's like Brandon said. Look there, the there's Hans somebody Zimmer. out there who's like, you know what a freaking banger is? <laughs> it's my Hans Zimmer banger Personally, list. I like Hans Zimmer's older stuff. The Poisoned Chalice is the banger. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's true. They would pick like the most oh. obscure. What's the least amount on here? Beneath Elrisha. Okay, 700,000 plays. Yeah, they'd yeah. be like, actually, that's the best song on the entire soundtrack. But then there's Daniel's Ninth Cypher. There's that one. <laughs> <to> consider. <laughs> Which is more mainstream, but... Yeah, you know. I, I said I would we, never make fun of hipsters. We know people that are like this. Yeah. Adam, Adam you used to be people like this. <laughs> He's a bit slander. Slant. I'm suing for slander. Taylor's right. earlier stuff was more was better than this stuff. Who, right who's now. what? Taylor. Uh, no, Taylor's earlier stuff can. Ugh. She I'd, got better when she got out of country. I'd rather be red than dead, brother. Wait. No. <laughs> nice. All right. That's All enough right. Anyways, for today. Um, Not enough, really. All right. Um, so we're gonna do our favorite tracks, guys. Virgin. As as Adam said, he wants to get it in, get it out, get it over with. Um, it's Brandon's motto, <laughs> pretty much for life. I don't want to be the longest guest again. Guest again. Plus, I gotta finish painting a bathroom. Nice. Look at look at you being the the handyman dad time. Sucks. 
All right. So, All right. Adam, I'm going to start with you. What was your favorite track on this album? You guys, I'm, I was I start with you because you guys said my song title first. Beneath the reason. Uh no. Um, I think, I think the best bop on the whole album is uh the Malice song. Malice. I don't know. I I digged the tone of that one, but honestly, um, when I put on soundtracks, especially Hans Zimmer ones, mm-hmm. um. It's it's just kind of background noise. I don't even look up. Malice Mesificatherum. Malice Mal- Magnificence. Uh, Malice. Malice. It sounds like a Harry Potter track. spell. It does sound like a yes. Harry Potter spell. <laughs> track six. Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Mal- Mal- um, Malificatherum. <laughs> sounds like the oh. uh, Hawaiian Hawaiian Christmas song. But yeah, I I don't know that one. Well, the whole tone of this is like the dark until you get towards the end. It's like, yeah, dark, under ominous, like, but that one has an, it has an, especially, um, Mm -hmm. I like it, especially good. Yeah. I don't know. But otherwise it's. Yeah, uh, I'll talk about the. Rest. We'll get we'll get to we'll get through that. We'll yeah. get, Brandon, we'll get. what was your favorite track? I picked Ben. I picked uh, Beneath Era L L Risha. Risha. Yeah. Um, orchestrally speaking, um, the the uh, the dissonance. Look at that big word. Uh, between the string <laughs> sections, I liked. Um, but the dy- the dynamics were there too. It was very dynamic. I felt. Um. This is right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it, this this is right in my wheelhouse. Um, the music, the the playing of it was fantastic. You know, this is the kind of song that I would love to hear live from like an orchestra. I think that it would be very cool. Like this is something where I really feel like the Grand Rapids Symphony would do well playing like the music behind the movie for something like this. I don't know Except if they nobody ever would, would go see it. No, I mean, I would, I just, yeah. just, for the music sake of like watching a live orchestra perform the music as the movie's going, I think that, yeah. So for me, that song was the one that I liked the most. So I like it. What about you, Steve? I picked one of the harder ones to say, the spirit, this Gabriel, the spirit of Gabriel, the spirit of Gabriel. Um, I love the ominous, almost like chanting choir-esque vocals mm. in the background mm. that really build that track up. Those choirs, man. <sighs> there's, right. there's something about it. The original build was like so epic that it gave me some like Danny Elfman, Tim Burton vibe mm. a little bit on there. Like mm. it was really creepy. Um, and then, then it just kind of like it just sat in that in that really ominous tone for a while there. It is one of the more simple tracks um, and also one of the shortest tracks in the album, which may be why it's a favorite also, because I got through the whole thing. Um, but I liked, I just liked the the overall feel of it. Like Adam said, there's a lot of tracks early on in the, um, in the album are very dark, mm-hmm. um, which is just, which is fine. It makes yeah. sense, especially because the movie is very dark. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of in the comparing thing. So like the Malias song, Malias, Malias, oh whatever. Yeah. Um, I remember feeling like it kind of took a little bit, or like it it reminded me of Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. like those that soundtrack a little yes. bit, like the way the choirs and the 
instrumental sounded like it reminded me of like angelo battlementi like mm. like this like there's something dark but yet there's something hopeful but there's something i don't know it was just like yeah i guess in comparing like to other things yeah. i do remember that I get it. Well, yeah like the tim burton danny elfman yeah for know, sure man. this there's... whole like, the soundtrack infinitely better than the movie but <laughs> yeah, we're not. You're not going to get this disagreement for me on that one, Brandon. Yeah, it's time for us to play the Latin Wang. Oh, all right. Uh. Wang, let's play Wang. Let's play Wang. What association and game? Wang. What association and game? Wang. Wang. All guys so i've got two tracks here and if you don't know the word association name game let me give you a brief synopsis so i've taken two basically i've taken two tracks and i have kind of word associated or phrase associated with the track titles and adam and steve need to figure out what track i am talking about based on my ridiculous clue so guys good luck dude Yep. Best of luck to you both. May the odds be ever in your favor. Here's your first one. <clears throat> a type of curvature. <laughs> a type of curvature? Poison yeah. chalice. Nope. Pascal spiral. Yes. Pascal spiral. Yeah. Slightly to the left. Yeah. I'm gonna call from now. Past off spiral. That's a, I need that's an a, adult. That's a whole new. That's a whole new move for you there, Adam. Yeah. No past off spiral. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I'm gonna text uh, Burr real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I learned something new today. Yeah. What'd you learn? The Pascal spiral. I'll show you later. Yeah. It's uh, like a helicopter, but yeah. with with pizzazz. Right. I kind of feel that it's like one of those like. I don't know what what kind of noodles are they? They got like the spiral noodle. I don't know. But that's just kind of what it's like a corkscrew, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, here's it. <laughs> here's your guys' this next <laughs> next one. <clears throat> James's giant peach. <laughs> fructus gravis. Yes. <laughs> I was looking at that. I was like, I hope he goes fructus gravis. I can say fructus gravis, but yeah. Which guys, if you didn't James know, means heavy fruit. I did heavy fruit. I did heavy. Google it. Brutish. so yeah so all right guys so let's uh let's talk about uh our, our least favorite things fruit. what yeah our let's least favorite songs our least favorite tracks on this one i'll start off which i feel like i'm gonna get shit for just for the name of the title and you guys are just gonna make fun of me because it is what it is but here it is uh the salvete virginis is the is the one that i picked as my least this favorite. is this is a family-friendly podcast leave your genius at home leave- Let's see, there it is. Um, the thing that uh, I didn't really like was the ebb and flow of the choir. Honestly, um, I wouldn't. I would assume that it's a live choir, but I also and I also couldn't tell, at, like, if it was canned or if it was live. And so I just I wasn't really a fan of that. It was just the 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 pulsing choir. I just I couldn't get behind it. So it's kind of nitpicky, but that one for me was was my least favorite track. Steve, what about you? Daniel's ninth cipher. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure that track just ended. 
That's a long. Like, that is a it, long uh, track. Didn't get much from this that it was different from other tracks. Uh, it just went on and on and on for what seemed like 14 days. Mm -hmm. um, it's literally a nine minute long track that just, just keeps going. Um, I know nine minutes is not very long for a classical piece of music. If you're being, if you're it's watching, a long, it's, it's long in, in any, in certain other activities though. See, and that's where exactly where this is going to go. Yeah. Um, my ADHD brain listening to something and staying engaged in something for nine minutes is very difficult. <laughs> And then I actually did write in parentheses, waiting on the sex joke here. And Brandon just, I didn't, I didn't even tee it <laughs> yeah, up. Brandon already went for it. Yeah. He just, he just, maybe this you know. is like one of those things where maybe this, this kind of a track, Steve, is one where, you know, how as, as bigger guys, you know, we, we, we have shirts that don't quite fit, but they're like momentum shirts or like kind of goal shirts for us. Yes. Maybe like this track is like the goal track. Can we go from beginning to end? without Are you saying to like play like i don't like, know during during the sexy time yes steve can you go the entire nine minutes but then you have to keep the tempo and can you do that i don't know what the tempo is this entire well, album is slow just you're right it's actually a bit, i'm built for that it's okay i'm built for, I'm, built for I'm, built for that, I'm built for that speed yeah and Adam's sitting here like Adam's just guys. like you fucking guys. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? He's uh, just do your wives stand. know about this podcast? <laughs> they actually do, and they they, oh, they encourage okay. it. Ish. Oh, they oh. do. They don't listen though, so we're good. They don't listen. Oh, they don't want to be on. Perfect. They were on at one point. They were on one episode, and uh, only one of our wives fully remembers. remembers. Yeah. I don't think you fully remember that podcast. I don't. I'm surprised I even hit record. I am too, actually. Yeah. Anyway. Check out our first Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my All God. right, Adam, what was your least favorite track? We've already got this. This has already been dirtied up enough. The damn church um, going to boycott us next. No, I mean, it's fine. Do what you got to do. Um, The Chandeliers. Uh, che Chevaliers. Mm -hmm. Would probably, if I were to pick one, it would probably be that one because it, it's from the movie mm -hmm. and it's only a reminder of the of that corny ending and of a corny movie but it's just like he he just like nicks himself shaving and he sees the blood and he's like suddenly he has this epiphany of where mary is buried and it shows just, up and yeah. then he's like looking down and then he does the little like kneeling prayer Tebow pose and it's just so <laughs> so lame Tebow got it from him really but I yeah. just, it was just so lame like I'll tell Tim that like the whole the whole movie is lame but that part I was just like come on yeah, it's one I, last sign that he reads, right? Anyway, that would be the one I'd have to okay. pick because all I can think of is just corny ass Tom Hanks. Yep, that haircut. That hair. Yeah, that which hair. is like I the whole that time flow. I was in, I was mostly angry that it was Tom Hanks in this bad movie, reading these bad lines, playing this bad part. Like I was just mad it was him. Yes. Yeah. Like, why couldn't it be anybody else? But yeah, 
but he's such a good actor. Why did he stoop to this? He could have like Russell Crowe out there and figured it out. Because yeah. everybody does make bad decisions every now and again. Yeah, dude, true. I am pretty sure Ron Howard just talked him into this shit. We're like, just come on, Tommy. Probably. Hey, man. I promise I'll pay you this much money even if we don't break even at the box office. And they yeah. did because it was the church hated it. The church actually helped sell this thing more than they, they wanted. Oh, to. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I'm it was sure. the, the negative publicity. Yeah. For sure. Oh, I better go watch it now. Yeah. Now we're making oh, a second one just to F you up. Just to, just to piss you off. Make it number two. Right. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just it was just too funny. Like or just too yeah. Too, it was bad. So it yeah. just reminds me of that corny little ending. So yeah. I agree. So now we can't do our second game. So I have a second uh, kind of trivia esque thing to do. Uh, why can't so we, we do did, I pulled game? up. We well, the second game is is uh, is lyric. So we can't really oh. say the lyrics here. So what I what we did is for the whole month we're doing Rotten Tomatoes, and you guys can kind of guess what the critics and the audience rated the movie. So first of all, what yeah. do you guys think? Is this fresh? Is this certified fresh or fresh? I'm going to say no, but not by a lot. Like, I think okay. it's going to be very close to certified fresh, but not quite certified fresh. What about you, Adam? Do you think it's certified fresh? I bet it's real bad. Okay. Real rotten. All right. What? Uh, so what do you think the rating is at, Brandon, for the critics? Critics? Which determine if it's fresh or not. 68. Okay. What about you, Adam? 64. Closest without going over. You both went over, dude. Twenty five percent. It is one of the worst rated Tom Hanks movies of all time. Good. Yeah. Now, what do you think the audience gave it though? Sixty four. <laughs> so, it, so can they be certified? Can they be above seventy? So it's. They can be above seventy, but it won't make it fresh. Right. They'll get like they'll get like a better like like. I'm gonna say seventy six percent. I think it's gonna be one of those where it got such negative reviews that like everybody went to go see it, and then they don't know much about Christianity that they like were super into like the the deciphering and the decoding that like it was intriguing to them, and then the okay. atheists were just like, I'm gonna give this such a high rating because it's pissing off the Christians. They review so, bombed it in a good way. Yes, absolutely. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 76%. Okay, Adam's closer. What did he say? He said 64. Okay. So it's actually 57% audience oh, score. Good. Not, okay. Yeah, not bad, but I mean it's still good. better than 25. Still better than 25. The critics hated it, but the audience didn't. I mean, half the people didn't mind it, apparently. Yeah. But it had it still also, but it also has over over a quarter million reviews. People are still reviewing this thing for some odd reason. Yeah. Guys, have you checked out the Da Vinci Code? Like, yeah, dude, shut the hell up. We moved <laughs> it's, on. A b- it's a banger of a movie, guys. <laughs> if you look closely, all of the things in the Bible. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the that is the exact argument. Now, now with time we 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 start to kind of get closer to the end here. We go through what our deep cut tracks are like kind of the ones that snuck up on you a little bit. Yeah. So I'll start uh okay. here. Um I went with Brandon's favorite. Beneath okay. Alresha was was mine, um, and it was kind of the the dueling violins that really got me on mm-hmm. this one. Like that starting off the dueling violins, I really appreciated the back and forth the musicians as they played off one another and the subtle like ebb and flow of the music. The moments of silence that were kind of in this though really got me. I was listening to this while I was kind of moving around the house and doing some stuff, and like I thought it was over a couple of times, and it just went dead, and then like popped back up, and you're like, what the hell is going on? It's still going. 
but it really reminded me <clears throat> of that, that classical piece, but something you would actually hear in a, in a, like a big church as well. It's just that, that like ebb and flow of the music and then kind of the frankness of it. I, I liked it. The musical control of it was, was really good. Like just how they were able to just cut everything out and then start back up. The musicians, musicianship was, was really good in this one. I like that one a lot. Adam, did you have a track that kind of snuck up on you? Was good? Um, probably would have been either Ad Arcana, Ad Arcana or Rose of Arimathea. Okay. If I were to think of them in that terms. So those would be it because Rose of Arimathea, the way it ends with just like, it has one voice with some strings for a little real low strings mm-hmm. towards the end. And then some voices come in a little bit behind just before the end. And it, um, it was pretty good. So, yeah, I really, I re- it, like the whole, I don't know the whole, again, the mood of the song and then kind of it's, it, it bill, it comes up. And then when it ca- tapers kind of out again, and just that one voice and some low strings and you're just like it feels like you were on a ride mm-hmm. and and then brings you back down and then suddenly there's these voices that come back in towards like the very end and you're like oh okay so and it's a little bit like a lifting up like this mm-hmm. yeah so i like it i do remember yeah. that yeah. brandon what about you uh fructus gravis was my deep cut. Yo, heavy fruit. Absolutely. There's a heavy fruit. It, I, yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, it's the the <laughs> the intense str- strings on this one. I <laughs> uh, and that, <laughs> it toot your own horn there, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez! Oh, <laughs> the subtle, the subtle dick joke we made by the the guest, and Brandon's just like, "Yep." <laughs> oh no, I I wasn't making a. I was, you can't put that on me. You can't, can't put, put that on me. On me. <laughs> right. We were talking about heavy fruits, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for me, yeah, no, it was just the the strings and just listening to that and like how fast. I'm just imagining in my head how fast they were playing, um, and for me, just great sound intense the intensity of it so uh fructus gravis was was my deep cut so all right guys we made it to the end let's talk about those final thoughts um give it an arbitrary rating from one to ten um i'll start us off kind of set the tone here like we've said the movie is not good it's bad it's pretty bad (laughs) it's so bad yeah the album alone is pretty good. Musically, it's it's pretty good. Not great. It's pretty it, it can't there's times when it's really intense. Um but I I think you can have I think the 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 soundtrack is way better than the movie. Um I think you can have the separate soundtrack without the movie and the soundtrack is fine. It is kind of what it is. Overall, for me, I'm going to go right in the middle and then a little bit. I'm going to go five and a half out of ten overall. Um, It's just, it's fine. It's a good orchestral listen if that's the kind of music that you like. But it, And I think that it does 
boost what they're trying to do in the movie, but the movie is just so bad that like it just you're shining. Zimmer putting the team on his back. Hans Zimmer putting the team on his back and polishing a turd all at the same time. Like it's what is going on with this one. So he cashed the check, man. It was good. He did, yeah. So five and a half out of ten for me. So Steve, what about you? Uh, moving the soundtrack really meant for each other, man. It just, I, the soundtrack for me is good. I, I don't mind it. I like Hans Zimmer. I feel like he's, he is kind of that iconic the composer. Um, the fact that he wrote pretty much all the songs on this one and they feel like they were, they were written in the, you know, 1800s works out here, you know, being the heir of church and religion. Um, I feel like he he overextended the assignment though was like Da Vinci Code religion we're gonna go church church church, and that's where he like lived his life was when this one was like something you would hear in an 18th century church, um, but as we discussed like with prior guest uh, Mark Montgomery French Ron Howard will not go down as the greatest director of all time, he's directed some shit shows um this being one of them, um I also but he will I, go down as the boldest. He does. He does make some bold <laughs> choices. The bravest. Really. He will grab the fructus gravis and <laughs> by the horns. Yeah. Um. I. I blame. I blame a couple of things though for this movie being so bad. Um. One, it should never have been made into a movie. That book. The book is is good. Leave the book alone on this one. Um, does but the, the, is the book and movie are they? Do they correlate well? No. Oh. They don't. I mean, there's a lot of things that were left out with the book, as, as always, with the when you train a book to a movie. Yeah, it, it didn't work well okay. um, for this one. I do blame uh, Tom's choice of hairstyle um, for this as well. <laughs> was, it, also, was it his choice or was it Ron's? I don't know. Whoever made the choice of that, like balding, <laughs> long hair professor look, was not good. I don't like it. But the, but, in, but in 2006, that was kind of the thing for older older guys his age and i almost think if he had his normal tom hanks look there's no way it could have been a a thriller a mystery thriller there's no hair blowing and like being yeah like i think if you see normal if you see normal tom hanks there's no way you don't see forrest gump you know what i mean like there's no way you don't (laughs) see some of the better tom hanks see and then like look at this and think like oh yes very serious dark religion stuff yeah, I mean, like, the guy yeah. on the ground with the star of David on his chest. Joe, didn't Joe versus the volcano. Never saw this a guy goes to the Vatican. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. But then my 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 last thing, the reason that's movie, this movie sucked completely is because Ron Howard left his brother out of this one. He didn't put Clint in it. <laughs> Clint Howard was not in this movie. You know who Clint Howard is, right, right, Adam? No. He is, uh, you know, the guy from the water. Have you seen the water boy? Yeah. You know the guy who's trying to eat Jimmy Johnson's hot dog? Yeah. That's Clint Howard. That's Clint oh, Howard's okay. brother. He is in like every Ron Howard movie except for this one. Oh, really? He's even, he's even in The Grinch. How but do you know yeah. his brother wasn't like, nah, man, leave me out of this Maybe one. Yeah. Maybe Clint was the genius of this time. Stayed yeah. out of this one. He's like, I don't want to be involved. Clint read some of that dialogue and was like, I want no part of this. Yeah. Like- if I can't be Robert Langdon, I'm out. Like, that's... <laughs> He'd be Paul Bettany and just make beam the right. albino, Gosh, yeah. the albino crazy guy. But no, I mm. I feel he left Clint out with this one. The soundtrack itself, it's not it like Brian said, it's not bad. You could listen to it, you know, put it on, and if you wanted like just some chill classical music, it's not terrible. Um, but the movie's god awful, literally god awful. Um, I with a four out of ten. 
on yeah. this one. I just oh, couldn't do it. I actually couldn't get through the whole movie in one sitting. I had to like take a break and come back because it was just I couldn't do it. Yeah. So Adam, what about you, man? Wrap us up. Yeah. So movie sucks. <laughs> I think we should all just keep saying that as much as we can. Yes, yes, we should. Um, but and I'm just a fan of like pretty much anything Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer and Alexander Desplat are like my two favorite movie soundtrack Mm. guys um but i think hans did brandon say where it was like understood the assignment like yes this is about dark this is like this you know you're dealing with heaven and hell and religion and demons and mary matt like he understood the church Mm -hmm. and that's where i think at like kind of opposite of you steve is i think he understood it and played to those strengths repeatedly throughout in order to make those haunting choirs and those, those like very moody and melancholic strings and, and just like in dark. Right. And like, but also to be able to bring you up into like a sort of like when those voice, like when the major chords hit and like the voices hit and like you're brought into like this sort of heavenly ethereal realm and like, so I think he plays that very well. Um, and while it's definitely not like one that I've listened to a bunch or mm-hmm. actually, I don't even know if I've ever listened to this one. I like, but like, cause some of my favorite studying music, some of my favorite reading music is stuff like this. And, uh, or like if I'm writing for work um, and I'll just turn on like Hans Zimmer on like shuffle or something. So mm-hmm. I've probably heard something, in the past but like so thinking about it in that context i give it a seven um like i obviously i don't sit down and just like like throw this on the record player with a glass of whiskey and like hmm, yes indeed um but like this is good like just you're you're kind of going up and down and and you feel it as you're working and maybe you're not totally paying attention but it's there and and you can feel it and I dig it. I dig it. So I'll give it a seven. Uh, I'll drop it to like six and a half. I don't know. It was good. Um, not my favorite Hans Zimmer, but it was good. It was good. So nice. it, I like yeah, it. Yeah. It's like if this wasn't attached to the movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think some of the contextual pieces <laughs> I could wipe out of my mind and maybe even give it a higher score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I think I think yeah. the movie is what what knocked it down for me mostly. Yeah, I th- I think if I didn't picture scenes to certain parts, I think yep. I'd be fine. Like so, maybe I should have listened to the soundtrack, then did the movie, and maybe I wouldn't have as strong of an association. But oh well. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyway, that has been our review of the Da Vinci Code. Uh, good old Tom Hanks stinker. Um. According to Rotten Tomatoes, well, and us, I guess too. And us. Um, so this is three coming white out guys. three white guys that are not French. Um, nope. And we wouldn't understand. It's okay. We it's okay. We don't understand. We all go to church though, and I mean mm-hmm. that side of things. Some of us are employed by churches. Um, <laughs> some of us are employed by churches in a non-pay situation, which is kind of like me. Um, but or it was. Um, so Brandon. Yeah. Do we have anything coming up? We do. So, guys, on Friday, well, first of all, if you guys want to check out the Da Vinci Code, the movie, um, 
HBO Max. There, or HBO it, Plus. Yeah, HBO Max, HBO Plus. It's there um, if you want to check it out. So there's that. Um, on Friday, um, Steve and I alone are going to be talking about less of a stinker. I like it's, that you keep emphasizing alone. Not, yeah, Steve and I alone. We're, only, we're actually only alone. We're only by ourselves this month uh, three times. Yeah. So, so it's, it's weird for us. Usually it's times. half and half. Right. So on Friday, Steve and I are going to be talking about a movie uh, that is a, a really good Tom Hanks movie. Um, ah, it's, mother. Yeah. But really, really, but really, really sad. Sad. At the Which same one? Time. Um, on Friday, come back on oh, Friday. Okay, come come back on Friday, guys. We will talk about it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, Adam. We'll, we'll tell, tell you, you later. We'll tell you in a second, and uh, it'll be it'll be a fun time. And then we're going to keep going. We've got uh, three more guests after this. Uh, two returning, one brand new, and uh, it's it's going to be good. There's only one more, Steve. One more instrumental soundtrack that we have to get through. I know it's, and, it's it's called Ryan's Privates. It's it's all about Ryan's Privates, but uh, you know, fructus gravis, guys. So uh... <laughs> carpe diem, carpe, carpe diem, yeah, fructus. Oh my gosh, yeah. So and then in a couple weeks, guys, we are leading up into the twelve pods of Christmas. That's right. If you don't know what the twelve pods of Christmas is, where have you been? Uh, Steve and I do twelve Christmas episodes in the course of a month. That's right. You will get us at least three times a week. So uh, there is that. And we've got a bunch of stuff going on this month. First time you could say that in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Steve, we got a lot of things, a lot of things coming down the pipe for, for, uh, for the 12 pods of Christmas. So. (laughs) So many references, man. We doing, are we still doing phrasing? We're doing phrasing, right? Doing phrasing, but phrasing is so phrasing is still on here. Just, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, You can't always go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at this point, you know, we've got a lot of things coming. We've got we're doing a Christian artist during the 12 pods of Christmas. Um, got to save our soul some way. Got to save. Yep. Um, we're we've got a little uh, there's a redhead in there um, at some point. And uh, you vetoed Mr. Hanky. I did veto Mr. Hanky. But uh, then we do. We're also bringing a a, a Broadway somebody uh, onto not uh, not as a guest, but we are doing one of their albums on the podcast for the Twelve Pods of Christmas. Yeah. So just giving a little bit of a teaser there. So yeah. But uh, guys, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can find us on Facebook at the Notes of a Goats Podcast. I can't even look at Adam right now. And uh, you could go you keep uh, teasing. Yeah, you can go find us on Instagram and TikTok, guys, at Notes Magoats Pod. Uh, email us. We'd love to get emails. Do we ever get emails, Steve? No, absolutely check not. Em. We don't. No, but you can email us the Notes Magoats Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. The Notes Magoats uh, car warranty is up, up for review. Yeah, absolutely. I did get one person who was like, I want to be on your podcast so I can, um, uh, share my book. And I was like, Oh, share with share us share the book with us and we'll uh you know and then we'll get you on and then they ghosted me and i think it was a spam but you know whatever it is what it is but uh yeah so i don't even know what i'm saying anymore your Steve. penis enlargement book was not good enough for us wow hey. fructus gravis steve on that you know, note. <laughs> oh the fructus gravis 
we gotta we gotta boost the mood here a little bit because this album was something. So consider me boosted. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man. And we will see you on Friday. All right, bye. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats.